Welcome to the New Wave Entrepreneur, where we dive headfirst into Web 3.0, personal sovereignty, spirituality, and psychology. These conversations are unfiltered access to brilliant minds and actionable advice that will prepare you for the rapidly changing world. So, jump in. The water is warm and the tide is rising. Ah, my friends, welcome back to another episode of the New Wave Entrepreneur. Daniel DiBiase checking in with you here, and it is officially April 2nd, which is so uh, so crazy to believe that we're already in Q2 of this 2022 year. I, I can't believe that we've made it here already. Uh, when I was a kid, my parents would always tell me how time flew quickly. And uh, of course, when you're a kid, it feels like time moves slowly for a lot of things. But now I find that time uh, really moves in relation to how good you feel about your life. And right now I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good and I'm feeling like I'm in a zone and that's why time is flying. And so uh, so thank you for being here with me. Uh, today we're doing Saturday Q&A and I have some pretty good ones today that I wanted to share with you and just my thoughts on some interesting questions that you can take uh, for you in your life and apply to your business and to your personal skills. And uh, before we get into that, I wanted to make sure you are tapped in with everything that we are doing on the New Wave podcast. So make sure that you are just commenting and liking and subscribing on whatever platform you're listening to the show on. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Audible, Overcast, all of those good platforms. Uh, and make sure that you are leaving a review if you can, because guess what? It really helps us to get better guests on the show. It helps us to uh, just inc- improve the quality of the show and overall just make the show better for you. So thank you so much for uh, for doing your part as part of the community. And make sure you go to newwaveentrepreneur.com where I'm putting everything that the community is doing in terms of uh, dinners that I'm hosting, in terms of uh, when we have coaching programs that open up, and in terms of just things we have going on just digitally. I mean, the Discord community, for instance, are you part of the New Wave Discord? If you're not, what are you doing? We are working on crypto stuff there. I'm doing giveaways all the time. We have a community of people who are learning on or who are working on new skills, who are discussing business things. We have Mastermind in there. So make sure you check out the New Wave Discord. You can go to newwaveentrepreneur.com and get uh, the link for that. And you can also check out the archive of all the episodes of the show. Since we are doing daily episodes now, you can check out uh, every single episode on the New Wave Entrepreneur website. And, you know, I kind of say like when, when, when you're in the airport or the mall and they're redoing something, excuse our dust, we're working on a new WordPress back into that site. And as such, we're, uh, you know, moving a couple pages around and uh, sometimes we move a picture from here to there. So you might look at it one day and it looks slightly different from one day to the next, but we'll have that done within the next week or so. And you know, we'll be right back to normal. So anyway, uh, let's get into today's show. I have some really good questions. Uh, let's review them. In fact, I'll dig into the mailbag. At one point, I'll find a sound effect of digging into the mailbag. But here, let's talk about this first one. Uh, this first one is from John. I'm just going to paraphrase the name because I'm, I'm just going to use an anonymous name because why put people out there like that? But John says, hey, Daniel, my co-founder and CTO just informed me that he wants to quit. We are literally about a week away from launching and we have an enterprise customer that has sunk about $60,000 into onboarding and paying for various third-party things that they need to use us uh, and they stand to lose that investment if we fail. His, his, and this is the co-founder, his reasoning is that the remaining work or the remaining time takes a lot of work or the remaining work takes a lot of time, so much so that he would need to be full-time, but since we don't have funding right now, he can't go full-time or he won't go full-time. 
Uh, I'm at a complete loss of what to do. There are final, um, final integrations that need to be made for our launch to work that I'm worried are too bespoke for any kind of contractor work. I'm also having a lot of trouble understanding how this would be the moment he would blindside our team who has been working so hard on all of this. Any insight would be greatly appreciated, John. Uh, man, you know what, John? I uh, empathize with you, man. And it just goes to show that in, uh, business can be a very emotional thing. It can be a very you know, sensitive area because people have to make decisions about their whole lives. And a lot of times when we are uh, are so wrapped up in what we're doing, we forget that other people have their own motivations and their own wants and needs. And so I'm guessing that your CTO, your co-founder has some unmet needs. That's the way I look at the situation. I look at this and say, okay, this guy is freaking out because he is either uh, short of time that he is in need of or short of money that he's in need of. And he doesn't have one of those. And that's why he can't commit to working full-time at your startup. And because of that, he wants to leave. And so you have to think, well, what's the what's the key here in all business? Negotiation. Your guy said he wants to quit. He hasn't quit yet. And that's where you have to come into the picture as the leader and say, hey, listen, we started this business together. And if you want to leave, that's okay. But let me show you what we're actually working on and why uh, maybe we can make this work together. Maybe there's a situation or maybe there's a, a scenario where he can get what he's, he wants, which is perhaps some pay for what he's doing or less hours, but a proportional amount of pay while still accomplishing what you need to do, like launching the product and getting the, the customer and the client taken care of. And you guys can meet in the middle somewhere. You have to find, as a leader, your your balance point where you can get enough of what you want to accomplish the project and you're keeping your team happy. And it can be hard sometimes to do that because everyone has, you know, like I mentioned, their own needs, their own desires, their own wants, their own situations that maybe you don't even know about. And you have to try to accommodate that. But also uh, realize that some people are, they're just ultimately not the types of people that we want to work with long-term. And if there is someone in your uh, in your circle who you're dependent on who pulls stuff like this, it's a bad sign. So you might be able to find some sort of negotiation where you can come back to the table and say, look, let's both try to get what we want out of this. Can you come in and work you know, 10 or 15 hours a week or 20 hours a week and accomplish just the bare essential tasks so that we can accomplish the goal of launching this project, which we've all put our time and energy into? Can you agree to at least completing the project that we set out in front of us to complete? And then we can talk about transitioning you off. Or can you help us to support you in, in leaving if that's what you truly want by finding someone else to take your place or 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 just asking flat out saying, hey, listen, you know, what would it take for you to stay? You know, finding that point between either, you know, being fair uh, and maybe even being generous, but not completely giving everything so that you can also get what you need, which is accomplishing the project. But all of that being said, you might be able to negotiate this this relationship back into work in order to, com- to, complete, to complete the project. But you have to ask then, is this the type of partner that you want to work with long term? My thought just from reading your brief question is that this is probably not a good partnership. A partnership is so hard, man, because it really is like a marriage. You have to make all decisions together. You have to be in agreement. And in a partnership, there are situations where one partner might make a decision for both partners or for one partner might make decisions for the whole team. And even though everyone goes in one direction, others aren't happy. 
later with how that direction went. And there's resentment, just like in a regular relationship, like in a marriage, you know, there can be resentment if communication isn't very, very clear and strong. And so I think that's something to consider that even if you are able to find your your middle ground on this project to complete it, which this is what I recommend you do. I, re- I recommend you at least try to complete this project with your client so that you both can leave on a professional high note if that's going to be the case. But it might be for the best is what, I, what I'm saying, I guess. you know, After you complete this project, maybe it's best that you part ways because you probably don't want to be with someone who is not dependable in a time of need. It's when people are stress tested under situations that are difficult or challenging and they show up in a way that shocks you, like you're saying now, you said you're dumbfounded and blindsided by why this partner would do that. When they show their ass like that, it's good because this is in a relatively low stakes environment. Yes, obviously, you don't want to upset this client, but the stakes could be higher. They could be higher. And because you've seen how this person performs under pressure and it's not to your liking, They've done you a favor. They've shown you their ass. They've shown you how they behave under stress. And it's good to understand that now because you can exit with all love and the best of intentions and not have to deal with potentially having a worse fallout later or just having to have the stress of dealing with someone who you know doesn't really have your back when push comes to shove. Because, you know, if it's me and I'm working with someone, and I've had multiple businesses that I work with, that I've worked with uh, co founders and partners, and we've had to close the business up. And there's a way of communicating with the business where even if you're not feeling super juiced about working together, you do it in a professional way. And the way that your partner is doing it here is not very professional, just because it doesn't it doesn't allow everyone to cleanly move on and to move on on a high note, a strong note. And that's not cool. So you seeing them do this now in a potentially, you know, a relatively low stakes environment is good because get it out of the way. You don't want to work with someone like this anyway. So it's good that you're seeing this now. So that's what I have to say. But hopefully you can come to some sort of agreement for the here and now and complete this project. So that's what I would say. Thank you, John, for the question, my friend. And I wish you best of luck. And by the way, if you want to submit a question to me, it's very simple. Just email daniel at newwaveentrepreneur.com. Put in the subject line Q&A Saturday, and I'll make sure that I see it. I'll read your question here. Uh, I read as many as I can. I, I definitely read them all. I read you know, one or two on air per week, the ones that really interest me. And, uh, and but, I, but I try to respond to as many as I can via email, and I appreciate everyone who emails me in. You can also DM me at Daniel DiPiazza on Instagram, although I've heard by many people that I am shadow banned now, meaning that you can type my name in, and you have to type in the entire name in order to see my profile, which means that they're trying to make it harder to follow me. And of course, some people have also reported that trying to follow me shows a, a banner that says, I've, I've, I've violated the community agreement multiple times by putting up false information. And, uh, and they're trying to deter people from, from wanting to follow me. So if you see that, chuckle at it and know that I, I warned you. Okay, let's move on to today's, uh, today's next question. Okay, this is, this is an interesting one. So this one starts off, Hey, Dan, I'm going to call this one uh, Shane, okay? Hey, Daniel, over the last 10 weeks, I have worked 40 plus hours with no pay at a self-taught software, as a, soft, as a self-taught software developer to bootstrap an NFT startup with a friend and his girlfriend. We have a team of six, and at the uh, start, he made it sound like we were all going to be co-founders. Naive me was ecstatic to be on the team, build with him, and be a co-founder. I was sold 
So I put my head down and went to work. Well, yesterday I was told I, I was not a co-founder, and that the co-founders are him and his girlfriend because they created the idea and that it was I or and that I was to be contracted out like a freelancer for 11K USD. I did not agree to that. After hearing that and talking to my brother about it, I saw a ton of red flags. I found out he's been the good energy, good talking idea guy, quote idea guy for the past two and a half months. After hearing him talk about the business, I have a gut feeling he is not going to execute and make money. I'm currently three weeks out from having an MSP. I think that's uh, an MVP. Uh, full functioning website with a Web3 connection to a, to EVM smart contract. A small backend to hold wall addresses, uh, wall address data to build a Merkle tree for cryptographic authenticated purchases through my contract. I don't know what a Merkle tree is. I don't think the, I don't think the risk is worth it to sell him the code in hopes for him to execute. I haven't signed anything either. I know if I backed out, I would be losing a friend. To me, my career is more important than this short-term friendship now. So he says, I'm going to think this over for the next week, and I would love to hear your feedback about the situation. Ask me if you have any other questions. I'm 22 years old with very minuscule business experience. This is interesting. Okay, so first of all, this sounds a lot to me like the Facebook story. And if you've ever seen the, uh, what is it called? The the social network, the the mythos of, of Facebook, as the story goes, Mark Zuckerberg was working with, oh gosh, the Winklevoss twins who were on the crew team at Harvard, right? Or at Stanford, I think Harvard. And yeah, it was Harvard. And uh, and they allegedly came up with what was the original seed of the Facebook idea. Mark Zuckerberg saw this idea and because he was agreed to work on the idea for them, but not under any type of real contractual agreement, delayed and delayed and delayed the project, all the while building his own version of it and launched a rival version. And as soon as he launched the rival version, he quit the Wigglevoss's uh, original company. And, and the whole initial movie was about how they feel that he stole the idea from them. And of course, they didn't have it a case, did they? No. They, he went on to found Facebook, and they they ended up being billionaires in their own right through uh, cryptocurrency. Through so, I guess uh, all's rich that ends rich. But the whole point is, uh, even in in that situation when they had a pretty legitimate claim, I feel, and uh, and a lot of money behind them, you just when there's no paperwork signed, an idea is just that. The execution is everything. You know, they say possession is nine tenths of the law. Well, in business, the possession is all about execution. You have to execute the idea. It's not enough just to think about the idea. It's not enough just to talk about it. You have to have the the goods, and you, sir, have the code. You are the one that actually has the asset. You have all the leverage. What I think is that you should honestly just just quit this company and start your own company with the code that you wrote. It doesn't really sound like they have much going for them. They're the co-founders of the boyfriend and girlfriend, but they didn't actually write any of the the product themselves. You, they said, you said in the in the email that they said you would get paid after they made a profit. But most startups don't make a profit for quite a bit. And if you thought you were a co-founder and they cut you out, but you're the one that created the entire actual software, then it's your prerogative to take that software somewhere else and start your own thing or partner with someone else. And that's going to be a learning lesson, not only for you, because you can see that people can be really shitty and you should be really aware of your uh, your contractual situations. Always make sure that you sign things, put it in writing, get it all uh, you know 
spoken and written and signed and notarized and uh, with a lawyer if you can, although I know that you're young, so it, you know it happens and that's okay. Uh, but also it should be a learning experience for them that they shouldn't screw people over. They should they should uh, be more be more careful because guess what? It's not easy to find a CTO. You're a programmer, okay? You are the you're you're the actual one with the power in the situation, and they're probably going to find very quickly that <laughs> without you, they don't actually have much. They just had the idea. So you, sir, have all the power. You have all the assets, and you can do whatever you see fit. And um, I hope that you learn your lesson this time, and I hope that they learn theirs. But this is another example, kind of, you know, the one we just gave, talking about the co-founder who wanted to leave. And now in this situation, you know, co-founders having a disagreement, essentially. This really encapsulates what I've learned in my own career, too, is that who you partner up with is so important. And I think that that you should partner up with people who you have a, a strong connection with, but doesn't necessarily mean you have to be friends. I think you have to have a good working relationship and a friendship can form uh, from that. And I think in that working relationship, it shouldn't just be that you two have similar skill sets. I think that it's, it's good to have complementary skill sets. And this is why uh, in Traction, Gina Wickman talks about the idea of the visionary plus the integrator. And these are two very different types of people. And a CTO is probably closer to an integrator. But uh, either way, a CTO is someone who's, uh, you know, has a different role. This technical um, founder has a different role than the visionary. And honestly, the visionaries are a dime a dozen. We kind of glorify the, the Steve Jobs and the Elon Musks, and they are great when they are performing at a high level. But for the most part, coming up with a vision is easier than taking that vision and bringing it to reality. And a lot of these, uh, these technical co-founders are the ones who can take it from the ether, no pun intended, and bring it to the earth. And um, so... Just something to think about, and 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 yeah, who you who you get into your partnership with is everything. And also, the what I've learned too is that if you have partners who are um, just in a bad place, that'll also rub off on you because you spend so much time with them. And just like if you have a spouse or a best friend who is just not in a good place and you're constantly around them, anybody who you're around constantly, you're going to absorb that energy. So just make sure the people that you build with are those that you actually want to spend time with. And if uh, if you have a co-founder who like on a first question doesn't even want to be a part of the team and wants to leave, then then let them go because you don't want to hold someone back who doesn't want to be there. Uh, or you know you don't you don't want to uh, cling to someone who doesn't want to be you know with you. And uh, number two, if you are, um, if you are, you know, found that, found that you have a disagreement with your co-founder and you have the leverage, you are the creator of the actual product itself, don't be afraid to leave and don't be afraid to take your skills somewhere else. And don't work with people who clearly don't have your best interest in mind, especially this in the second example, this uh, boyfriend and girlfriend who want to pay you 11 grand, who weren't really upfront with you about your status as a co-founder, who don't really care, seem to care about your uh, your feelings in this, like that you don't want to work with them. So it's it's good that that they're uh, showing their colors because you can peace out of there. And yeah, I mean, I, so I think, you know, being careful and being selective and being discerning with your co-founders is so important. And, 
uh, I've learned it in my life. I know you'll learn it in yours. And it might take you a few go-arounds, uh, but eventually you'll get better and better at selecting uh, team members and co-founders and friends and relationships in general. And your, your filter will just get stronger. Your bullshit filter will get stronger and your uh, your magnet for high-quality people will get stronger uh, in turn as well. So it will be a, a dual. It will be a, a double improvement. It will be you'll get better at, selling, at, at smelling bullshit and you'll get better at attracting high-quality people. That's what I've learned uh, over time. So I hope that that helped. And those are two interesting questions about um, co-founders at startups. So I really enjoyed those today. Thank you so much for those questions. You can email me your questions, daniel at newwaveentrepreneur.com. Uh, that's what I like to receive, where I like to receive my emails. I have so many freaking email addresses, but that's where I get all the emails for uh, these Q&As. You can just put Saturday Q&A in the subject line. I'll make sure that I see it. And uh, that's it, guys. Make sure that you go to newwaveentrepreneur.com and sign up for our email list uh, so you can get updates when we put out new content, when we do uh, dinners, when I do meetups, uh, when we're launching things. Make sure that you are in the know. And also, just to be real, like you never know when one of these platforms is going to kick me off. At any given time, the plug can get pulled. And the email address is one of the most reliable ways to contact you. It'll get me directly to you. And that'll be a much more direct way of speaking. So make sure you're on the email list. Okay, that's it. The water's warm. The tide is rising. So jump on in. Let's get ready to surf this new wave. Daniel, out.